Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews with Ben Jarofsky. I'm Dave Glowetz. Ben writes on government and politics for the Chicago Reader. Yes. Today we're talking about Chicago public schools, and there's lots to talk about. Yes. On January 20th of this year, state Republican office holders hold a press conference about Chicago schools. First, state legislators announce that they'll introduce legislation that allows a state takeover of CPS and would allow CPS to declare bankruptcy. That same day, Governor Bruce Rauner places blame for CPS's financial problems on the doorstep of Mayor Rahm Emanuel. And you wrote about this in a blog post on January 21st titled, With CPS Takeover Proposal, Rauner Tries to Take Rahm Down With Him. And here are a couple of things that Rauner said. Chicago's public schools are in financial crisis. Uh, this has been a crisis long in the making. The mayor has been in office for five, almost five years. He has not dealt with a financial crisis in Chicago public schools. And his message to us in state government has been for months, we have a crisis, we need $500 million, we want the state to give it to us. That's not a reasonable message, it's not a reasonable request. He's failed on schools, he's failed on jobs in the neighborhoods, he's failed on taxes, he's failed on reforms, and I'm tired of it. To which Mayor Emanuel responded, This is an important issue, and I compliment him for trying to uh, move something forward. I think yesterday illustrated that when it comes to trying to build the relationships, the trust to trying to work on a serious issue, and I compliment him for trying to take the issue on, he has become and becomes his own worst enemy, can't get out of his own way. I believe a budget would be done, but, you know, remember, this is a governor who called the Supreme Court corrupt. And so I don't think calling people names, attacking them, I mean, my one recommendation, if he wants one, is rather than attack people, attack the problems. And don't do it in a way that destroys the ability, since these are big challenges, are big and tough enough, that make it tougher for people to try to work with you and try to reach a, an agreement. And so you can call me names all you want, and you can attack me, but attack the problems of Illinois, which I think would be a better idea. Sounds kind of reasonable on the part of the mayor, wouldn't you say? <laughs> what, what a spectacle. First of all, let's just deal with the rounder part uh, where he like stole lines from my columns. <laughs> what flattery. Yeah, what flattery. Rauner was with Rom, an ally of Rom, in those first two years when time was a-wasting in that war on the unions and the war on the teachers approach that Rom took. In fact, Rauner insisted Rom didn't go far enough. If you recall, after the strike, Rauner started accusing. He didn't come right up, boldly say it, that Rom caved in. He's sort of later become more forceful in that area, but he was suggesting it strongly that Rom should have been stronger, should have forced the teacher to accept cuts and closed more schools and uh, retreated from spending money in the public schools. And let's not forget that this was before Rauner was campaigning to be governor. He did have a government position, which was appointed at that point. Yeah, Rauner was very much a part of this crowd. I yeah. believe his wife was on the transition team uh, that Rahm had on education. Uh, Rauner was a supporter of Rahm. And Rauner's appointed position was World Business Chicago. Yeah, he was World Business Chicago. Yeah, so Rauner's part of this crowd. I just, you know, I was looking back through some old, talking about old stuff, but going all the way back in a chronology to Daly's Olympic efforts, Rauner kicked in over a hundred grand to support that. What a waste of money that was. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rauner, his company had contracts managing teacher pension funds when Bogoyevich was the governor. So the notion that Rauner could sit there with a straight face and criticize Rahm for frittering away time is absurd. He's part of the same party, if you will. You know, this thing where Rahm is restrained and I'm going to be the adult and I'm not going to call names. He's the guy who forced a fight with Karen Lewis by dropping the F-bomb on her and wouldn't talk to her for two years. So, you know, I struggle with this, this whole ritual between Rahm and Rauner on schools. Are, are they really fighting? Are they really at odds? Or is it just some kind of... Uh, theatrics. Most of the people think that it's just theatrics and it's Rahm's in on it and he's letting Rauner get away with it. I don't think so. I think... It's a little more of a split. I think that Rauner really wants the system to go bankrupt. He thinks that's a good strategy to follow. And I don't think Rahm wants it to go bankrupt, at least on his watch. If it goes bankrupt when he leaves, what does he care? Well, as we often do, we'll have to leave it on that pessimistic note. Oh, my God. Can I tell a joke or something? It's so gloomy. But really, what can you do to avoid it? Well, Ben, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, sir. Listeners, you can learn about not only our audio reporting, but our written reporting On your social media or online, search for Inside Chicago Government. Our Twitter handle is C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowetz. Thanks for listening.